You're listening to the Monday Mindset Podcast with Aaron Rayburn and Brandon Sparks. We want to welcome you and thank you for joining us. We hope it encourages you and inspires you for this week to come. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to another episode of Monday Mindset. Brandon, this is episode 16, man. I'm excited. Uh, the Monday Mindset is a conversation that offers reflection, encouragement, and next steps to kickstart your week. Brandon, we just got off Valentine's Day. It was Sunday. Just got off of marriage night. Mm. Man, pumped up, excited. For uh, Just want to kind of hear, man, did... Uh, How's Valentine's Day for you guys? Is it a special day? Is it a hol- big holiday or not? Not. It's a special day for us. It's a, yeah. it's a time that we're able to just take time, celebrate, kind of look back at over the years. It's one of those special moments. And, yeah. Um, usually have like a, a special dinner and things like that. So it's really cool, though, marriage night uh, landing on Valentine's Day as well. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. Um, because it does kind of give you that perspective that a lot of times I think it's funny on Valentine's Day and while it's important, like very, very important to spend just like alone time, you and your spouse is like something like with marriage night that kind of got in my head was, man, it's important to have couples around you uh, that are going in the same direction as you. Yeah. Uh, And man, it, so for me, that is really cool as well, just like with marriage not being there. But yeah, it's, Valentine's Day is a special holiday yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, No, I love that, man. I love what you said there. Uh, we have always tried to kind of gear ourselves around people that are going in the same direction, mm-hmm. who have gone before us and uh, kind of already lived, lived through some things. We've got some, especially if they have kids and, and things of that nature too, uh, super, super important. But love Valentine's Day. I love just that reminder, hey, let's get together yeah. and, uh, and just spend some time. We try to hone it back some, but every now and yeah. then, man, Malone's comes out. And that's uh, <laughs> like Emily, Emily will say, you want to go to Malone's? And in the back of my mind, I want to say yes. You know what I mean? But the tight one in me that has a whole wallet says, oh, my gosh, I'm going to just have to eat salad because Emily's got to go all out. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's if, you. If, though, if, right? if Abby says, uh, you want to go to Malone's, I'm usually in the car with it started. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I'm ready to oh, go. Man. I get you, such You want to go to Malone's? Man. Please, please, let's go. <laughs> you buying, though. That's the only way. There we go. No, I'm such a tightwad when it's time to do this stuff. I've got to work through it. And like, be, so like, It's okay to spend a little money on a yeah. good meal. I'm not normally that guy. When I go to Malone's, man, here's where I get. I get the bread and the salad. Beyond that, I don't even care. I don't even care because all I want is hot bread and that butter and then just give me the salad. Listen, I understand that. I understand it because it is like the best salad. I get mine a little different. I don't like tomatoes, so I get no tomato, extra bacon, and it comes out hot on it. (laughs) So I do that. that It's in the hot bread. I agree. If you had the primary bar? No. Exactly. No. So don't say you don't care <laughs> no. until you've had the primary that, bar. That's, that's the next step. Potato croquettes, have you had them? Yes, because you told me about them, and I tried them. They were delicious. They were really I will say that that sushi roll, the crab rangoon, mm-hmm. deep fried, my goodness. Anyways, we got to get out Calamari. of the oh, Come on. Come on now. <sighs> I'm going after this. Not really. Wouldn't that be wish. incredible? I'm just screaming. <laughs> Next podcast, <laughs> that'd be great. Mason, coming out of your budget too. That's right. right that's right. <laughs> so, how long have you and Abby been married? Five years. Five years. Me and Emily, five years as well. Going to be six in May. 
Got some questions for you. I always love this. Uh, greatest lesson you've learned since being married? Uh, I would say um, you don't know it all, so surround yourself <laughs> with wise people. So, like, uh, admitting that you don't know it all, uh, like, even about each other, but also, like, just about, like, marriage as a whole. Like, how, how am I supposed to handle this? How am I supposed yeah. to be a better husband? Like, what am I supposed to do? And really, um, it doesn't end there. I think that a lot of times for people, like marriage is like the end goal. Yeah. But uh, just being able to continue to learn more about your spouse, yeah. uh, grow in your relationship, and grow in a relationship together. Uh, yeah. Because a lot of times, even like while being engaged, we focus on us, us, us. Man, whenever it hits marriage, completely different. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. I would definitely say uh, if you're early in early in your marriage, it'll definitely, I mean, five years, like to see how Emily has grown in five years. Mm -hmm. It's been unbelievable. I mean, because she had two kids. And she had two kids, man. <laughs> she has, you know, we stepped out in that as well. So you learn a whole lot. Not only did you have to learn how to be a mom, I had to, or not a mom, a, a wife and a husband. We also yeah. had to learn how to be mom and dads. Yeah. And we're just growing through that. And so you just get to see tons of growth. Even after that, you see like what would have been a, a, like a love language for Emily before has also kind of changed and shifted some. And so we've been learning that. And so, yeah. and I think it'll continue to change just as God continues to teach us new things, reveal new things in our life. Uh, but there is this connection that is cool that as we have grown together, we do get to kind of grow closer through that if we can see that perspective. Sometimes, man, it's hard. Because <laughs> as people are growing, sometimes you aren't growing. Yeah. And you're like, where, where was the old, old wife? You know what I mean? There's some of that. Oh, Anyways, yeah. there's some struggles there. Uh, but no, man, we've grown a ton. And it's been good. Really, really good. Uh, let's see. I love this question. What quality do you most value in a relationship? Uh, I... I would say um, it moving in the same direction, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like um, a, a lot of times, and that's one thing that like we had to grow in, and I would, it, it's with a lot of marriages, is communication. <laughs> and a lot of times like I would be going one way with her going another and us yeah. not knowing it would just be a miscommunication issue. And it's like, well, how did you not know? How did, so on and so forth. But so I, I would say like I really find value in moving in the same direction in communication and just being clear, having clarity with each other as well. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. I like the, um, we've worked some, not as much as what we want. The, probably the greatest, um, what do you value most in a relationship is having the same values. Yeah. Uh, and it's very much yeah. connecting with you, but like, um, you know, do you value, like, do you value self-growth? Mm -hmm. Like, do we value that as a family? Uh, do we value even just something as like reading? Yeah. Do we value reading together? Is that a part? And that's not hobbies. I'm, I just think like that's, do, do we value learning? That would yeah. be a way to put it. Do yeah. we want our kids to learn? Do we want to invest in that? Do we value outside time? Yeah. Like playing outside and being outside together. Do we value time alone? Yeah. And those are the things that I just love seeing that. So the qualities, um, that I definitely love is just being able to see somebody that wants to take the step of just improving and growing together yeah. that and having values that we kind of live by uh, has been huge. Now, this is the one that's going to get a little, little interesting. Greatest struggle in oh. a relationship. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is fun. Uh, no, I would say um, 
the the lies that come in your mind within a relationship uh, because you're gonna have them. Like that, that's one of those things where um, a lot of times, like in dating relationships. I mean, me and Abby are high school sweethearts, and yeah. Uh, you and Emily as well, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was and in eighth grade, man. So, she was a freshman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. that crazy. Yeah. Uh, so for for me, like, it was always like, in those relationships, you don't really deal with that as much. I mean, maybe a little, like, here and there from, like, little drama standpoints, but never from a very, very serious matter. Like, uh, for me just being very open, being very raw and real. And uh, me and Abby, we, we walked through it. It was, uh, and we've grown through it and super healthy. Uh, but there was a time to where, man, the, the enemy had a hold of my mind to where I was like, man, does she even love me? Like, does she, does she really love me? Does she really care about me? And really what I had to notice was um, that it was coming from even like a belief within me that I wasn't good enough for her. So why would she love me? Yeah. That I wasn't a good enough husband. I couldn't be there. I wasn't. And so it was constantly something. I was beating myself up, but then it began to twist and turn and be like, have me ask questions of like, or like feelings of, man, I, she probably doesn't even love me. And look at how I am. I'm not good enough. And so I, I would say like the, the struggles within it, man, is just... Um, learning more about yourself even like within yeah. a relationship. I know, I know that sounds different, but like yeah. really learning more about yourself and loving yourself in a relationship to remain healthy. Yeah. And I, I know we'll dive in a little bit deeper yeah. here in a bit, but no, I mean, I mean, just smiling. Cause it's just like, man, the connection that we're, we're having in this, or I think the experience that we have had is just so similar. And I never realized it that, I don't know. I think the biggest thing when we're talking about like love yourself, love others. Well, the reason that we struggle so much loving ourselves is because of the thoughts that we have and the thoughts that we believe about ourselves. Yeah. Nobody ever told me that the thoughts that I had about myself would be a lot of times even dictated by my spouse. And not saying that Emily has ever done anything to make me feel degraded or make me feel bad, but like the emotional, like, perfect story. Just this, just a couple weeks ago, man, we're, we're having a good start to the weekend. You know, I'm, I'm doing some quiet time. Baby starts crying. She's not up. I am. I've already been up about five 30 to take care of the baby once I heard her alarm going off. I thought, Hey, you know, she's going to be getting up. I, you know, one of the worst things us guys do is we assume and whenever we assume, we all know what happens. And so I just said, oh, you know, she'll get it. And so she came in, she got him, but man, she was hot. I mean, hot. I mean, just mad. And she just spat it off. She said, it really bothers me whenever you don't help, whenever I think you should. Not exactly how she said it, but it essentially was, I had screwed up because I didn't go get the baby and I didn't follow through with the expectations that she had. Yeah. Didn't say a word. I was mad because I thought, woman, I've already got up <laughs> and taken care of the baby once. Your alarm's been going off for an hour. Why didn't you get up and get the baby this time? You know, that's the, that's what I wanted to say. The angry part. And so I just took it and, she, and I didn't say a word. That's normally how I get. That's not good marriage advice um, at all. I shut down. I just assume not talk anymore. And that's not good. I should have just said Stuff exactly what I thought. Yeah. 
I should have. But then Gushers sometimes, man, oh, they, man. they go fast. You got to find a healthy balance. Oh, yes. Trust me, I understand. I should have just spoken to the moment. But then here's what's the craziest thing that happened. Craziest thing. I dwelled on that moment for the next 24 hours. Mm-hmm. I could not get it out of my head. And, man, thoughts went bad. Like, you know, she doesn't love me. She doesn't appreciate me. I blew it. I screwed up. Then I go just mad, anger, hate. Just, oh, it'd be better with somebody else. You know, it's just crazy, man, how that transition can go. All from one moment. Yeah. Now, granted, there's probably other things that have built up, probably let things built up. But, man, that moment, I couldn't get out of my head. For yeah. 24 hours. Nothing but lies, man. Nothing but lies, nothing but hate and disbelief in myself. And it was not good, man. Yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah, I, I, would, I think it's super important as well um, that we don't, and talking about loving yourself and lo- loving others, one way to love yourself is to learn more about God and to grow <laughs> in your relationship with Him. And for me, I didn't, even though we both, I mean, I know you know the truth. You know, yeah. I know the truth of the yeah. Bible, but it's, man, different than just knowing it. It's applying it and pulling it out whenever you need it and taking that, you know, slow to anger, slow to speak. It doesn't mean stuff. Yeah. It means slow. Yeah. And so I think it's one of those things that for me, I'm a stuffer. And like you said, it's probably a bunch of things at one time. And I think that that happens for a lot of us that, well, it's just small here. That's nothing. I'll blow it off. And you may forget it for a moment, but it's still in you. Yeah. And it happens, it happens, it happens to where, man, those thoughts run crazy. They run wild. And it's a lot of times, I know we talked about it way back when, but it, and that's where it got me to was, do my thoughts have me or do I have my thoughts? Yeah. And really shifting my mindset to go, you know what? I'm going to work through this. You know what? I'm going to sit down and have a conversation because I was creating conversations within my head that weren't even happening. And really it was just, and that's why I, with talking about like the the quality, do you value? And that's why for me, clarity, communication is so key. (laughs) Uh, Because I was was having a conversation within my mind that wasn't even taking place, that wasn't true. And then it it was just, um, it was one of those things to where if you don't get a hold on it, it will get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So that happened to me on a Friday, our, our incident. And so we were able to finally um, kind of have this moment where it's like, hey, let's just get away. We ended up taking the baby and we ended up going out to eat. And I'm still kind of struggling through it. We had kind of moved past it. We had kind of already made up um, a little bit, but I was still like, this is, this is just not good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I still feel bad that, like, we haven't talked about this because it just impacted my day so long. And I've been studying a whole lot about my thoughts and, and just the different ways that the enemy will, will come and attack us. And so, man, I just blew it. I just, I just told all. I said, listen, I feel like everything right now, my mind has been completely under attack in every way. And I think that the enemy is coming after our marriage. And I do, I just start crying. Mm-hmm. I said, because it was like heartbreaking to me. Yeah. To think that what I love so much is just getting filled with lies and deceit. Yeah. And those lies and deceit are giving roots to destruction of the one one of the things that I cherish most deeply. Yeah. And I just started crying, man, because I was like, I don't want that. Yeah. And so we just had an open conversation. I said, This is where it's happening. On Friday, whenever you did that, 
I didn't understand why you got so upset. And then I just took it and my mind went everywhere with it. And because of that, I felt incredibly bad all day. And I tried to place the thoughts and I can't place them. Now that I'm seeing them right. Um, and then she just began to open up as well about the her thoughts that she had. And what was yeah. crazy is that we both felt like we were blowing it. Yeah. We both felt like unloved and uncared for or that we weren't loving enough or caring enough. She felt horrible for what she had spatted off, but yet we never did communicate it or apologize through it. And so here we are both getting both getting lies and 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 roots of deceit in our own minds, not mad at each other per se, yeah. but both feeling that we aren't worthy and we aren't good enough for each other. And I'm thinking, dude, there's just a huge wedge. Yeah. Could you imagine that for years? If that continues, and I, I mean, we're young in our marriage, man. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm hoping that at least we're seeing it now and we're having conversations to start. And it doesn't matter how long, you know, whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, what it comes down to, I think in all aspects of our life, this concept of belief that we aren't loved, yeah. that we aren't good enough, that we are blowing it, that we have failed, and that's not true. Yeah. It's not truth, man. Yeah. It's not truth. Um, but yeah, I mean, any other thoughts with that? Yeah, I think that um, within that as well, and I, I want to encourage you, like like you just said, whether you're in a relationship or you're not, um, the most important relationship that you can have mm. is with God. And I think that so often this even takes place in your relationship with oh, God. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, I, I don't feel loved. You know what? I, I'm not uh, again of Christian. You know what? I've, I've blown it too much. You know what? I'm too far gone. Yeah. And um, the enemy will put that in your mind. Uh, he'll put that in your mind, and he'll he'll even give you an example. Yeah, he'll give you an example of how you've blown it. He'll give you yeah, an example will, of other re- relationships of how you've blown it, and how could someone love you? They can't. This person can't love you. How could God love you? Right. And but I, I want to encourage you. Um, want to dive into the true love of God, the true love. Uh, the world will give you a definition of love. Um, the world will give you a definition of who you should be and what your relationship should look like. But God gives you a true definition of love. God gives you a true definition of what a relationship should look like and how you should walk through it. But are you diving into that relationship with him or are you allowing these lies to even put a wedge between you and God? Yeah. You know, yeah. one, of the, one of the things that um, we like to say is uh, real recognizes real. The more real you are with me, the more real I'm gonna be with you. Same thing with God. The more real you are with God, man, the more real God will become to you. Mm. And so I, I want to encourage you, man, dive into that. Be be real with him. And that's one of the things that, like, I know in previous episodes we've talked about uh, prayer life and things like that. Yeah. That's something that I've been able to open up that in my car, in my truck, whenever I'm driving, no music, me and God having a conversation. Yeah. I know yeah, it, yeah. it seems a little crazy, but I'm just able to open up and talk about and pray yeah. through and just knowing that, hey, there's nothing that can separate you from his love. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And, but are you going to believe it? Are you going to believe the lies? Mm-hmm. We have a choice on what we believe, but so often the enemy likes to twist it um, yeah. to, to make it seem that way. And um, uh, I think it's funny you mentioned at the very beginning because I struggled with this as well whenever it happened was does she not appreciate the things I do? Does she, she not see this? Yeah. And a lot of times the enemy will like to twist it and turn it 
back on the other person. Yeah, absolutely. And it's crazy to think that in a relationship with God that you think that you could twist it and turn it on him, the one who sent his son to die for you. Yeah. But we do. We, we do, twist man. on him. We do. That, yeah. God, you haven't given me this promotion. God, you haven't yeah. done this. God, you haven't helped my family. Yeah. You haven't done this. You must not love me. You must not be there. And the enemy will twist it to where we become angry at him and build ourselves up to be something amazing. Yes. And it's like, man, I need to, <laughs> yes. I need to humble myself oh my gosh, and yeah. just take a look in the mirror. But yeah. I, I know we got a little... No, Everywhere man, that was, that was so good. That is so true. Because uh, that's all, obviously what we want. You know, we want to love ourselves. We want to truly believe that uh, God has made us special, that God does love us um, so that we can fully love others. Yeah, and, sure. and, man, I want to kind of finish up with this, with this verse. Uh, this comes from Psalms 139. I thought maybe this could just be some truth that no matter what you're believing in any sort of relationship, that there is truth out there that does believe that you are full of worth, that you are full of value. And it comes from Psalms 139 and 13 through 16 says, for you were formed in my, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. And I think that part, man, the, the truth is ingrained in us, but yeah. there's just so much lies, man, coming at us. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me. When when as yet there was none of them. And man, this is just, there's so many of these verses. We have heard this before. And I just want to bring it, bring it together, you know, as we finish this up, that, that God sees you, God loves you, God cares for you, and there's value. There's value in your relationships. There's value in the connections that you're making. But we believe that we our own thoughts and our own beliefs about ourselves. So how God sees us first will be a driver for healthy relationships in the future, healthy marriages, healthy friendships, and ultimately, like Brandon said, a healthy relationship with God, the one that matters most. Yeah, that's so good. And just as we finish up as well, I, this is something with talking with people, um, because you may be listening to this, and even though we even just talked about, hey, even if you're not in a relationship, I, I really want to encourage you that even if you're not, but also if you are, to apply this one, if you're not in a relationship, see yourself as a gift. Honestly, see yourself as a gift to someone. And are you, man, am I, am I good enough gift to give to a daughter of God? Am I good enough gift to give to a son of God? Man, how can I re grow my relationship? That was something I heard once before that I was like, whoa, I never really focused on myself. I focused on what I wanted, but I never focused on what someone else needed. Yeah. And man, am I, am I the kind of husband that I would want my future daughter to be with? Yeah. Am I the kind, yeah. and, and looking at that, so it, it really is valuable to grow in that, but also don't feel bad about loving yourself. I think that so often we get that, yeah. that we've heard that, that, because yes, pride is wrong. And, but I think the enemy will like to twist that, that, man, the opposite of pride is not loving yourself. Yeah. So I think that so often we don't love ourselves yeah. and we focus on loving our neighbor, loving our neighbor, loving our neighbor. We're constantly pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. But I want to ask you, is it true love? Is it true love that you're showing your neighbor? Because the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. That's right. So you That's have to right. love yourself 
You have to. You have to take time. And don't, don't look down on yourself for taking time for yourself to grow in a relationship with you and God. Because like we just talked about, you have to know who you are. And God will tell you who you are. But you know, do you know who you are? Do you know whose you are? Are you believing who the world says that you are? And I think that that, it, that will change your mindset to love God, to love yourself, which will lead to you loving others. That's right. That's right. Guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Monday Mindset. See you all.